a Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now I am talking to um, both the artistic director and the cast of uh, a rather awesome production coming out uh, at the Regent Theatre by the Arcade Theatre Company. I'm talking about Lemons, 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 Lemons? Five Lemons. Five Lemons, Five Whole Lemons, which is absolutely huge. Uh, and so it's a pleasure to have Alex Wilson, Alex Martin, and Sophie Graham on the show. Uh, I'm sure most of you might know Alex from History Bonanza and his excellent work on there for Radio 1. Oh, don't he, say excellent, that's a lie. I mean, it was voted most likely thing to... What was it voted? It was the number one uh, flagship educational program on Radio 1. <laughs> There we go. Huge. Huge. Lots of voting happened there. Exactly. It was really equitable. Nothing Thank like the you. Bolivian election at all. And um, <laughs> we have, uh, who is the, art- and Alex Wilson is the artistic director of the um, Arcade Theatre Company. And Alex and Sophie are the leads in Lemons, 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 Lemons. Yes. It's very exciting playing Oliver and Bernadette, um, who are two, uh, two young people um, and, and a couple who are struggling to navigate a very lexically poor world um, devised in a dystopian English government. I say dystopian realistically, not that dystopian. <laughs> exactly. Um, which I think is definitely this part of the show and mm-hmm. it is running from the 16th until the 23rd and the 16th and the 22nd are already sold out which is amazing so congratulations to you guys oh thank you this yeah. is news to me that's awesome to hear that's great <laughs> <laughs> opening night though always oh, sold oh, yeah, exactly. 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 Need to, right? um, so it's a pleasure to have you guys uh, in the studio today how are we feeling for tomorrow are we excited yeah yeah it is going to be a banger of a show yeah mm-hmm. heck we've, yeah we've got music we've got lights which you kind of need for a theatre production, but we've got live music, which you don't often have. Mm. True. Um, uh, Sophie and Alex are amazing in it. Um, the whole play is sitting around the, around this thing where you can only say 140 words per day. Ooh. So it's pretty bonkers. In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, actually. Very much like a Twitter limitation. I can appreciate that. Yeah. At least, you know. Uh, keeps the creativity flowing for you guys. Um, so the play uh, saw a lot of success at Fringe uh, in 2015, and you've brought it to Dunedin, which is very exciting. So I guess one of the questions for you guys is, is do you find any sort of identification with the characters that you're playing? Was it particularly easy to slip into the roles that you were given, or that, or that you chose, rather? Uh, for me, no. Uh, <laughs> I think my character is very different from, from who I am as a person, um, which is... Which is great as an actor. I think it's it's uh, it's sometimes a little bit more difficult if it, they're a lot like you because you end up just being yourself and and not really trying as hard, I guess. Um, but yeah, we're both doing uh, British accents and um, uh, yeah, my my character Oliver is definitely very um, headstrong and uh, a little bit arrogant and. Um, Fiery and passionate, which you I, am, be those I am not. Oh, <laughs> go on. Well, I'm I'm not fire, fiery passionate. I'm subdued passionate. Oh uh, yes, chaotic neutral. I can, I can respect, <laughs> that. I respect that. Yeah. Um, me, um, I I definitely see some similarities. Uh, she's she's like organized and like structured, which I am like. But um, she she's kind of realistic, which I sort of am like. But that makes her, I guess, not want to change the world, which is not like me. 
Uh, if that makes sense. See, that's you're like the you're you're, you're the mobilized version of your character. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I like that. I like that. So, um, I, I, I just before when we before we actually did this segment, I was asking you guys about um, rehearsals and all that, and I imagine it's been pretty hectic straight through. Um, so. Uh, what's been your favourite part of the process? Because I know that you've performed um, for Arcade before, Alex, but Sophie, this is your first time with mm -hmm. Arcade. Um, so how have you found the whole process? Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. No. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, damn. No, um, no, it's really good. I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's like... I've, re I've really enjoyed um, doing a show that's not with the university, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> most of them have. Um, no, and it's great like collaborative process and I've loved working with the Alexes and um, <laughs> good, good amount of plurality huh? yeah <laughs> and yeah it's been really fun and also really challenging um, the play is challenging as an actor um, hmm. in terms of the structure and also the character so it's been it's been a fun challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, likewise. Um, it's definitely been uh, well, the most other recent play I did was the bald soprano, um, which focused a lot on the words not meaning anything at all. Yeah. Um, and and this one is is the direct opposite, really. And every word you say has to mean something, so you can um, not waste your 140 words that you've got. So. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool to to play with that sort of aspect of it, and um, and work with Alex and and the musicians and um, everybody doing stuff. It's it's yeah, it's been good. It's been busy, and like um, Sophie said, it's been a challenge in um, yeah, particularly the 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 structure of the play. But um, hmm. it, yeah, it's it's a really cool cool challenge to take on and. Thriving. <laughs> well, because it's a, it's an interesting structure because it's an hour and twenty with no interval. Mm. Um, when you were thinking about adapting uh, or at least changing it up from the original performance to now, mm -hmm. um, Alex, and um, did you have any particular challenges or anything that you had to overcome, or any particular ideas that you always saw as being a part of the production process? Yeah, sure. Um, so just, just we've, we've kind of scooted around a little bit the interesting structure of the play. So yes. what makes this play mm. interesting is that. Um, it's set before and after the passing of this legislation where people can only speak 140 words per day and that structure then is an intermingled amongst itself so the historical narrative is disrupted oh man that's an interesting <laughs> adjective um, so it's disruptive and there's that whole kind of um, playing with time so it's, it's very sci-fi it's very kind of like a black mirror episode um, yeah. so so that's kind of where I approached it from is like this is kind of like we're directing an episode of black mirror because it's a sci-fi which I've never done before in the original production they kind of um, focused on it being really stripped back because it was for the Edinburgh Fringe so they wanted mm -hmm. to essentially do it on the cheap um, so it was just them and some lights and so um, with this production of it we we're trying to lean more into that sci-fi kind of feel um, and the fact that the whole play is about these two people who are trying to express how much they love each other mm -hmm. um, in this world where they can't really say much um, from the very get-go, it's really important for me to have some musicians on, on stage to kind of help with communicating how these two people feel about each other. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of lent... This production's kind of lent more into that kind of um, 
emotive, sad, sci-fi kind of feel. Um, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner, <laughs> etc. Philip K. Dick, bad yeah. adaptation, good adaptation. I mean, I guess exactly. that's yeah, no, fair. Yeah. So, Philip K. Dick. Dick. No, that's fair. Um, I have to admit then, sort of hearing about the process and everything, you picked two musicians. You've yes. got the wonderful Oliver Adelaide, who, mm-hmm. um, if anyone knows anything about the Dunedin music scene, probably fairly familiar at this point, most notably most recently Repulsive Woman. Um, but yeah, so what was what went into your thinking with the particular aspects of the music, like the instruments that, that you know, of course mm. they were going to be playing? How yeah. did that sort of incorporate into your thinking for the flow of the play? Uh, well, uh, the, the play, as I said, is these these two different timelines. This timeline before the bill is passed and the timeline that's, pill, that's after the bill is passed. And so that timeline before this kind of very draconian law is passed, uh, for me, is really acoustic, it's really playful. Um, Alex and Sophie talk over each other during those sequences. And then the sequences after that, they have to be very clipped, very mechanical. Mm. Um, it's very, um, very, what's that thing? Clinical. Clinical, thank you. <laughs> um, and so we wanted two instruments that kind of reflect those two qualities. So the the very first timeline before the bill is passed, we have Olive, who is a fantastic violinist, so it's got this wonderful warm sound, this very natural sound. And then um, Adelaide, who plays uh, Casio tone throughout the production, has that really electronic, fake, um, kind of very harsh quality to it. So mixing those two qualities together it has this really kind of um, off-putting but also very beautiful sounds so mm. it was really focusing on those two kind of environments that we're playing with. Awesome, it mm. sounds like you've created something really fascinating oh, and again you. testament to the fact that, the f- that we already have two sold out days which is again very impressive because um, your previous performances you've, you've varied in location being in the region for the mm. entire period this time do you think that um, sort of lends anything to the way you guys perform in such a large space or anything like that or perhaps even um, when you were planning it did that affect it or did you know you were going to be in the region the entire time? <laughs> um, well we started off wanting to be in the in the region's studio space so if they've um, the region have built a new studio space, so we're not actually in the actual big auditorium. They've got a um, a eighty seat um, kind of studio black box just above where the ticket booths are. If you're if, if you're familiar there, so um, yeah, we kind of knew from the beginning we'd be in that space, but um, we are the very first company to use it, so oh, wow. we're very much the guinea pigs. So we're finding things that kind of um, work and don't work with that space. Um, one thing that we've found during rehearsals is that it's very claustrophobically dark oh. um, and so far that no sunlight gets in there and you slowly go mad. It's really <laughs> good. <laughs> um, I'll let Alex and Sophie talk about how they had to perform in that space because it is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very, um, well, it's, it's, a, it's a, a smallish intimate space but it's quite long. Um, so you need to you need to p- play across the room um, to the whole audience, which mm. is uh, I can't remember what type of uh, is that a th- oh I don't know it's a proscenium thrust a, a proscenium thrust, thrust. oh excellent sounds like <laughs> the sickest dance move ever <laughs> um, yeah and. I don't, I don't know, Alex says that you get claustrophobic in there, but I think that's <laughs> like a lot like all theatres, there's no oh, windows. True. I guess yeah. it's just always during the daytime there's also no natural <laughs> light coming in. You forget there. what time it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's very intimate, but I feel like that lends itself to the play, because mm. we are watching in a relationship in its private moments. So, you know... Kind it's of intimate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I think that there are, 
when you're doing a play with so few actors and when you're doing a play that's again so intimate like you talk about it can often be quite difficult to communicate that effectively um, and to pull it off. Um, was there any sort of preparation that you guys went through? Have either of you done a very intimate show before where it was like a two-person, three-person or even one-person show? No, I haven't. Um, no. Um, hmm. um, I suppose I, sh I should mention we are actually in a real-life relationship, which is helpful. Ah, that, yes. That, that just the it, the it, inside it, scoop. That's a Radio 1 exclusive. Yeah. Oh, my it, God. Are, are you hearing this? Are we getting this? Yeah. <laughs> Did you say that? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is helpful. It did sort of um, get rid of the whole, uh, I guess, that part of rehearsal, which I have done bits before, is like getting to know someone you don't know at all, so it doesn't mm. seem like you're two robots on stage <laughs> who don't love each other. Um, yeah. Very much a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of like, you know, why did they pick them at this point? But, uh, yeah, we've got chemistry, mm. you know? you can. It's palpable. <laughs> <laughs> We're really pulling out the stops with the uh, with the synonyms and the complex words. Yeah, yeah. Like, you might not know this, but actually everyone in the studio has a thesaurus in front of them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been trying to make use of our 140. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, shit. We want to be as pretentious Given as possible. So it's high art. Oh, high art, yeah, exactly. High art, yeah. Thrusting forward prosceniumly at this point. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Well, I guess then for you guys, do you have any um, anything left to say to anyone listening who is thinking of going, or or is it really interested in what you guys are doing? Any like key tidbits or uh, you know a quote or something that you feel like is really important to you about the play that you've you know that you're performing and directing? Um, I think it's uh, it's sort of Alex has touched on for like it's quite um, it's. It's a very relevant play right now if you think about what's going on in England with Brexit and things. Um, and also a very, very... Uh, oh, what's the word? And now I don't have words. Um, accessible play um, in terms of, like, what people kind of consume on, on, on Netflix and, and things these days. I think it's very... Um, it's, if you haven't been to theatre before, it'll be a very easy thing to come in and really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Sophie? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, it's everyone loves um, creepy dystopian um, <laughs> things, and this is that. But it's also <laughs> like a romance, um, and yeah, so it's a bit of an emotional roller coaster. And come to the play. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here. I mean, you know, that was an imperative. So, you know, at this point, um, <laughs> anything else to add? Um, yeah, just, just jumping off on what Sophie said. So, yeah, it is a love story at the end of the day. And so, I think w one of the kind of things we don't want to lose focus with is this, with this play as being so relevant is that there is a bunch of um, political divide happening all across the globe, and and people kind of get caught up a lot of the times in the kind of intellectual arguments about these things. But at the end of the day. Um, these kind of massive political changes are affecting couples and families and so you know you can kind of put all the intellectual stuff to um, one side at the end of the day it's those people in the middle and um, their journeys that really matter and so that's what this play is about it's not about um, arguments necessarily it's about love 
Oh, I like that. Oh, thank you. A lovely call out to everyone out there who's interested in that. I think that um, it sounds like a fascinating play. Honestly, sounds really enjoyable. And it's running from the 16th until the 23rd. Like I said, the 16th and the 22nd are officially sold out, which is huge. But that is still leaves plenty of days to attend and to enjoy with only one day in between that you're not pulling on a Monday and a welcome break, I assume, for you guys as well. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, very exciting. So thank you so much for coming in today. Well, Alex, Alex, Alex. Alex. Thank you. Wonderful to talk to you all. Best of luck for the play. I'm sure it's going to be absolutely brilliant. That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.